A very warm welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards living a better life. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational messages and transformational stories out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Today we're focusing, revisiting, focusing on the Sacred Sages mini-series. This is number five. Without further ado, I'm going to hand over to Amy Mosco and Dr. Kimberly Woods. Thank you, Paul. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining us on The Sacred Journey. My name is Amy Mosco, and I'm co-founder of Intentional Healing Systems. I'm the author of Gratitude, Forgiveness, Plus, sorry, Gratitude Plus Forgiveness Times Love Equals Happiness, and Daily Agreements, Guidelines, and Intentions. I've also developed a life improvement and healing system called Sacred to honor the sacred nature within each and every one of us. You can find more information about Sacred on my website at www.ihsunity.com. Kimberly? Hi, everyone. My name is Dr. Kimberly Woods. I am also an author, a teacher, a healer, and a guide. I am the owner of Mystical Awakenings, and in two weeks, I'm about to launch the new School of Mystical Arts. You can find me at school-mysticalarts.com. Today's mini-series is focusing on uh, various sacred topics we have been around connectivity and unity, but today specifically, we are looking at our connection to the universe, and we will be talking with Judy Kelly. But before we begin, I'd like to give it back over to Amy, who will be leading us in a short meditation. So today's meditation is around connecting with your guardian angel. So as usual, if you haven't been with us before, just sit back, close your eyes, center yourself, take a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. You're going to invite your guardian angel to be with you during this meditation with this invocation. I invite my most trusted and divine guardian angel to be with me during this meditation. Now visualize yourself taking a hike through a lush green jungle. You're surrounded by greenery, tree branches woven together, flowering trees and exposed roots. Listen to the sounds of the jungle. Hear the birds calling to one another and the monkeys swinging from the branches of the trees. Notice that the trees bear fruit as an offering to the living beings who live under the protection of their canopy. Feel the moist dirt under your feet. Hear the faint sound of a waterfall off in the distance. As you climb higher on the twisting path in front of you, the waterfall gets louder. Keep moving, taking breaths, filling your lungs with pure and clean air. When you reach the waterfall, you'll notice a flat boulder inviting you to take a seat. Sit. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Feel a cool breeze circulate around you. And then see a majestic angel descend with the waterfall. The angel takes a seat beside you. Notice that the golden glow is coming from the angel. 
Feel that glow permeate your being. This is your guardian angel that you summoned as you started your hike. Your guardian angel needs your permission to communicate with you. Grant permission with this statement. I ask that my guardian angel speak to me in a way that I may sense, hear, and feel the communication with ease. Now see your guardian angel move around to the back of you and wrap wings around you so you're encompassed in the softness and safety of its wings. Feel your whole body relax. Speak to your body and remind it that you were meant to feel this way. You're meant to feel safe because your guardian angel is always with you and always has its wings ready to wrap you in. If it feels right, integrate the energy of these words. I know I am safe under the guardianship of my most trusted divine angel. I know I am able to call on my angel for assistance and support. Your guardian angel lifts hands to your ears and delivers soft tones to your ears so you can hear the gentle musical language of the angels. Let those tones work through you and clear away all the noise in your mind. Have the intent to replay that music when you need to clear your mind. And if it feels right, integrate the energy of these words. I'm connected all at all times with the voice of my guardian angel. I can call on those tones to clear my mind. Your guardian angel now moves around to the front of you. The angel produces a golden key and holds it up for you to see. After you've had a chance to examine it, your angel pushes the key into your heart and turns it slowly, unlocking your sacred heart. Feel the rush of divine love flow through your heart and throughout your whole body. Express to yourself the intent to embrace that feeling. Remind yourself that divine love is always available to you because you are a child of your divine creator. And if it feels right, integrate the energy of these words. I have unlimited access to divine love because I am a divine being of light. I choose to embrace my divinity and allow divine love to course through me. I ask my angel to remind me of this when I forget. Now take a deep breath in through your nose and release through your mouth. Express gratitude to your guardian for their divine devotion to you as you progress on your journey with. I invite you to make yourself known to me as you did today whenever I'm in need. I return an offering of energy of love that flows through my sacred heart. I am most grateful to you, my guardian angel, for your loving service. And you'll close out this meditation with a few breaths in through your nose, out through your mouth, and watch as your guardian angel ascends back up the waterfall to continue watching over you. And so it is. So it is. As I said earlier, our guest today is Judy Kelly. She's an intuitive healer and channeler, actually since the age of three, if you can believe that. Uh, she was asked to bring her gifts public by Ascended Master Hilarion and has since been speaking, teaching, and coaching all over the world. 
Judy, can you tell us a little bit more about how you got started on this wonderful path that you're on? You know, it came through um, me having open heart surgery and it was my first near-death experience. And in the near-death experience situation, um, I saw two tanks of blood and I knew I was dying. And the next thing I knew, I was in a huge tunnel of my own light and Jesus was holding my right hand. And I was not raised religious, but I knew instantly who he was. And I had on a little pleated skirt and a little sweater and a little white collar. And I had curls because my mom had just given me a permanent. And I was one of the first children open heart surgery on in 1949. They had just perfected the procedure the year before. So anyway, to make a long story short, he took me to look through the scanning machine, which when you hear people say, I saw my whole life flash before me, they're seeing a scanning machine. And I saw everything I'd experienced up to that point. And then he showed me everything that I had chosen to experience and the different I chose to make here. And then he showed me I was going to have a baby brother born in six months with club feet. And I didn't know my mom was pregnant because when my mom came to the hospital and my dad from Chicago, and I had to be out of the cold in LA, I didn't see my mom stand up. She stayed with me for 48 hours because they couldn't afford a nurse. And she had to watch every breath I took to make sure that I was breathing. So I never saw my mom stand up. So when I saw my little baby brother that was going to be born, I remember having huge tears in my eyes and saying to Jesus, I don't want my brother to be alone. And the next thing I knew, I was back in the operating room. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and even in the 70s, they didn't fully anesthetize children because they didn't know how much anesthesia would put a child out versus killing them. So I woke up, I saw Dr. Potts cutting into my chest. I could feel everything he was doing. He had such compassion in his eyes because he could see and knew that I could feel it. And that opened my sacred heart. That's what I had agreed to. And that connected me to the ascended masters, angels and archangels. And after the surgery, as I was healing, I had this overwhelming feeling that if I put my hand on somebody's heart, they would feel better. I didn't know why. I just was guided to do that. And if I couldn't touch their heart, I would touch their leg. I would touch their arm if I felt that was too invasive. Then I would see them in a big pink heart of love, and I would send pink hearts of love from my heart to them. I did not know that was healing work. I thought that was just seeing love. <clears throat> so that was my opening to the work I do today. And for 45 years, I didn't tell anybody what I did because I didn't think it really had any value for anybody else. It was just my personal experience with these masters and angels and guides. And I never really looked at it any further than that. But when Hilarion, the ascended master of healing, and Archangel Gabriel, your clarion call, approached me and said, you agreed to go public with your healing gifts in a couple of years. And here we are. So my point is, when you come from the place of being in your heart, and I've been working through the sacred heart and the I am presence for over 70 years. And so I have never once received an unloving, unkind, harsh, judgmental message. I have never, ever had them approach me from a place of superiority. 
And I really realized through working with so many people all over the world that we really just need to remember three things. Out of all the books that are written, bottom line is there's only three things you need to pay attention to. The first is you are an original creation of divinity, your source, your all that is, your energy. Everything is made of energy. And you don't ever compare yourself to somebody else. It's the greatest disservice you can do to yourself. The second thing is, as a human, we have the right of free will. And because of the law of attraction, and it's an impersonal law, every single thought, word, deed, and choice that you make, and that leaves your body, affects every form of life through infinity. And you're held accountable for it when you pass. And so you are responsible for everything that you're giving out. And the law of attraction gives you everything right back, 100% the way you gave it out. And so it's really important to realize that the mission for every soul on the planet at this time, because we're shifting the planet from fear-based living to love-based living, is to love yourself more in this life than you've loved yourself in any life. So you have remembering that you are and are completely pure love and your pure divinity, your whole complete and perfect. And there's nobody else in, the, in all of creation like you. So don't ever compare. Know that you have the right of free will and whatever choice you make, you're going to live. And you chose everything before you came in. There are no victims in life and you've never made a mistake. And when you understand those three things, that the answer to every issue is self-love, that you're here creating everything in your life and it's all here to benefit you, and that you are an original creation of divinity, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. It's all mental stuff to keep your head busy. But when you boil everything down, it's you loving you. And therefore, to the degree you love you, you can give out love to others. And that's what we're here for, to love ourselves so completely that we give from the overflow. And that's what Jesus and Mary Magdalene, that are the same soul on a more expanded level, came to teach, which was Christ consciousness, unconditional, limited love. And that's why people could be in his aura and heal because their higher self allowed it and he didn't even know that they were touching his robe or sitting 20 feet from him or whatever. It, it wasn't about him. It was about the unconditional love he carried that also Mary Magdalene carried. And they were here to give the message of unconditional unlimited love. It hasn't changed. It's wow. still the same message. Judy, I'm like, I'm hanging on the edge of my seat with every word that you say. And I've heard your story. I've followed <laughs> your teachings, but I'm, I'm just hanging on the edge of my seat. I mean, this is, this is really great information for you to share. And thank you so much. And I want, I want to ask you a question. So um, you talk about connecting with the ascended masters. Is this just some special ability? Like, do you have to have open heart surgery to be able to connect nope. with the, the ascended masters? Nope. Tell us about that. Okay. First of all, you're everything. So you're every ascended master. You're every tree. You're every flower. You're every rainbow. You're every star. And when we come into form from pure liquid light floating and glowing as a golden spiral, that's what we are in our purest level. 
and we agree to come into form because we wanted to tactily experience life. And when we came into form, we agreed to live as every form of life at some point and have every experience available in creation at some point. So we came here just for experience and experience is not good or bad. If that's a falsehood experience is you're here to have every emotion go through all the range of feelings. Cause that's what you came here for. So when you get that, you understand, and that's what we're doing now as, as we're expanding into more of who we are, you're not ever get becoming better. There is no such thing. You're already all into everything and you're divinely perfect. What you are is expanding into remembering more of who you are because you went through the veil of forgetting before you entered your mother's womb. And so we're not here to learn anything. That's ridiculous. If we were here to learn something, why would we have to learn what we already are? We already are everything. So it's about remembering. And nobody else has your answers outside of you. You programmed everything in your sacred heart before you came in and all the ways that you personally would wake up. So to connect to your ascended master self is nothing more than you loving you so completely that you expand into that level of self-love. Whether it's a tree, whether it's a whale, whether it's a galaxy, whether it's an ascended master, it doesn't matter what it is. The moment you tap into from your sacred heart to the sacred heart of that form of life and you choose to go into that heart and take that love and wisdom back into your heart, then you're remembering who you are. And so we are right now, every single time something gets our attention, I don't care what it is. Like I had a client who said, all of a sudden in two days, my whole yard is full of squirrels. I'm lucky if I have two squirrels a year in my yard and the last two days they've all been around me. Can you tell me what this is? I said, that's your squirrel family. Actually, you're the daughter of the one squirrel that's been tapping on the window and they want you to remember your squirrel wisdom. And she burst into tears. She said, from the time I was a little girl, my favorite animal are squirrels. That's why I was so delighted to see 20 of them in my yard for two days. But see, we're reclaiming all the parts of us that we fragmented when we went from pure all into everything into third dimension, which is the largest dimension of contrast. And the purpose of it is choice. You can't make a choice from your heart mindfully and consciously if you don't even know everything that particular choice encompasses. So if you choose to be kind in this life, that's your theme, then you're going to have lives and experiences in this life of unkindness and kindness and everything in between. So by the time you're ready to just go to the other side, which is actually three feet up off the ground, and it's a level of self-love. It's not a dimension. It's not a place. Heaven is, and rainbow bridges are right here on earth. So when you realize that, you just become a golden ball of light, or you can be in a body if you want to, but you've never died. You've never been born. You just change form. So to connect to the masters or to connect to the angels, you are an angel. You are an ascended master. You already are that. You just need to lift your heart of self-love to that point of that energy frequency that represents the guardian angel or represents the master or represents the archangel or whatever it is. It's, you already have it. You're already there. 
What you're saying is so important right now, I think, for people because so many people are feeling alone in the world, which really is talking about feeling separated. They're feeling, they're they're not remembering, as you say, that they are everything. And so this, this trying to feel this support from the universe uh, for people is like, it has to look for them. Like, uh, I know I will feel support from the universe when things work out for me or things are synchronistic or there's money in the bank and it's all outside of themselves. There's a a simpler way. Yeah. There's a simpler way. We're here now to do four things. And if you're on this call and you're hearing this, this is your master self that's showing up. Okay. All you need to do is put your hand on your heart and feel your own heartbeat and know that your one heart is the one heart of all of creation. It's just having different experiences. That's what all the different forms are. So when you choose to put your hand on your heart and feel, and the four things we're here to do, first of all, is, and to answer your question, is... We're here to love ourselves and to feel good more than 51% of our day. And when you make feeling good your top priority, then you're in your heart. And when you're in your heart, you have no concerns, no worries, no doubts, no fears. You're totally in oneness and totally nurtured and supported. The moment you step out of your heart and you get into your head, you're in nothing but fear. There is no truth in your head. Your ego thinks that you are, this is the only life you're living and that you're mortal. So it constantly tries to keep you safe and small. Your heart is 5,000 times more powerful than your head and your heart never lies to you, not once. So if you make feeling good, your top priority more than half of your day, and you're not here to sit in a cave and ohm all day. You're not here to live a perfect life. You're here for experience. And you're here to have all the messiness of it, everything that it involves, because this is what you chose, knowing you were more than capable to go through it, gain the wisdom of it, and share it with others. So the first of the four things is make feeling good your top priority more than half of your day. Then your heart automatically guides you to live your greatest potential potential for this lifetime, even if you don't think you know what it is. You do know what it is because you know everything. You are everything. So that's the first thing. The second thing is you need to be your own best friend. We've been taught to be our own worst enemy. You need to be your own best friend. You need to love you, be patient with you, be tender, be kind, be gentle, and don't say anything to yourself that you would not say to a two-week-old child. You speak to yourself with the greatest reverence and love. The third thing is you need to be your own love of your own life. There is no soulmate. There is no um, twin flame separate from you. You are your own twin flame. You are your own soulmate. So you are here to love you and give to you all that attention and affection and feeling special that you give to everybody else because you want to mate. You are your own mate. You need to give it to yourself. And by filling your well first, then you can give from the overflow. The fourth thing is you need to live where you're breathing. 
yesterday has already given you everything you needed. The past is gone and you don't have a future. You haven't even created tomorrow yet. And what will determine what you experience tomorrow is 100% decided by how much you love yourself today and nothing else. So if you first of all make 51% of your day a love feeling, number two, you're your own best friend. Number three, you give as your own love of your own life to yourself. And number four, you live in the moment. Then that's where your power is. And if you live today as fully and completely as you possibly can, then you have set up by making love your top choice, a loving future. Now, does that mean you're never going to be discouraged? You're never going to have something come out? Yeah, you will, but that's what you agreed to. You signed up and you even took five people, pardon me, 50 people out of the 500 that are your soul family on the other side. And they're all decided by your level of self-love. And you handpicked 50 out of the 500 to live around a lives with. So you chose who's going to play mom, who's going to play my enemy, who's going to be my best friend, who's going to be the person that betrayed me, who's going to be the person that absolutely shot me down at three years old. And who's the person that just absolutely saved me at 16? You decided it all before you came in. So when you take responsibility for your own happiness, which has nothing to do with anybody else, has nothing to do with circumstances. My opinion is when you're in your mastery, you're at peace in your heart, no matter what the story is that's going on out here, because it's just been made up by people. It's not the truth. And your own script that you wrote for your own life was dissolved 19 years ago when we shifted from third to fourth. All karma's gone. All oaths, covenants, and agreements of third dimension are gone. And you are not here, as Archangel Michael said to me in 2007, you're not here to heal, fix, mend, or band-aid one more soul at your expense. You're done. Your family is not your family. They are beings that you handpicked to play the part of a family. But out of everybody that's in your life, nobody's more important than you. Your journey is your job. It's none of your business what anybody else's journey is. You can assist them to assist themselves, but you're not here to do it for them. And so I got very clear in recognizing that the caretaking that we've all done for most of our life is done. And now because every soul agreed to ascension, the higher self, when we shifted from third to fourth, then every soul has to rise to the occasion to love themselves enough to align with their fifth dimensional self. And we're not here to do that for them. They need to do it themselves. So each soul now is responsible for their own needs. It's not our job anymore. That so really takes now, that. I'm sorry, Judy. Go ahead. Continue. I'm sorry. I, I was going to no, say I that. I was just going to say. I was just going to say, probably what you're going to say, that takes a responsibility off of the person that's considered the healer, because we're not the healer, you're your own healer, but we can assist you to assist yourself. Go ahead. Exactly. That is, what are you, psychic? <laughs> that is what I was going to say. <laughs> Maybe not test. those words. <laughs> Just a test. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really does. Having that information really does take some of the pressure off and allows us to refocus. You know, when we, we really believe that we can really focus on the matter at hand, which is self-love. 
So I have noticed, I've observed that people have a hard time with that, maybe because they're, they're stuck in old habits or just how they've trained their thought process. They have some trouble with that self-talk. So maybe, do you have a, a phrase or an intention or an affirmation or something that you could share with us that may help? Something that somebody could grab onto and say repeatedly to help train themselves into that truth that you're speaking of? Well, the phrase I personally use is I choose the most benevolent outcome or something even better in the totality of me. And that kind of covers it all. And by putting your hand on your heart and connecting to your heart, that will take you. And as you so beautifully did that wonderful meditation, breath takes you home. When you breathe through your nose, you oxygenate your brain which then oxygenates your whole body. If you hold your breath to the count of five, that takes you down all four levels of the mind to your calmest place. And then if you blow out through your mouth slowly, like you're a goldfish kissing, and you blow out slowly with every breath, a little more slowly, a little more slowly, your, your, your body energy knows how to take you from your head and fear into your heart and love every single time. And we're here to give ourselves eight to nine hugs a day. We have been taught to hug everybody else, show affection to everybody else, and we're not here for that. You need to hug you first. And I don't mean a little peck on the cheek. I mean a genuine full arm hug. And when you hug you, you hug you and you breathe that way until you come into your center. And only when you're in your center do you then speak, answer, talk, share. You make sure you come from your center. You get out of your head in fear. You come into your center. And the more you hug yourself, the more you allow yourself to be your own best friend. And when I put my hand on my heart, one of the things I do is the statement, I am that I am, used to kind of boggle my mind. And then I heard it put in a way that I got it's I am that, I am that tree, I am that star, I am that rainbow, I am that dog. I am that I am, and I know everything I'm looking at, I am. Then I got what is I am that I am. So everything begins and ends with your relationship with yourself. And your relationship with yourself is then reflected into everything that you're experiencing. So if you choose... As, as you know, our most expanded, expo excuse me, our most important choice is to be aligned with our sacred heart. And you have three hearts. You have your human heart when you're in human form. You have your sacred or shake your chakra heart when you're in form. And by the way, we're now expanding into 20 chakras, 12 inside the body, some above the head and below the feet. Um, we're beyond the seven. And so as we align with our chakra heart, and then you have what's called your sacred heart, and that's your immortal heart, and that's your heart, it's the heart of creator. That's your creator heart, is your sacred heart. And when you're in your sacred heart, you're home. Home is not out here. It's in your heart, connected to you as source. And also when you're in your sacred heart, you are in your divine flow. And when you're in your divine flow, that means you are, have no resistance to life, no fear. You've let it all go. 
you surrender and trust in the integrity of your own soul. You don't need to know anything and you don't need to understand anything. Both of those concepts come from the place of fear. When you're afraid, then you think you need to know. When you're afraid, then you think you need to understand. But your higher selves are the only part in all of creation that is you, that knows every aspect of you. It knows all the lives you're living. It knows all your gifts and abilities. And when you look at all of life, you're pretty powerful <laughs> because you're everything. So when you just trust in the integrity of your own heart, everything else falls into place. You don't have to go outside of yourself. Now, it's fun when you're in your head to read a good book or to notice is it a red light or a green light or how to balance your checkbook. Those are things your head can help you with. But when you get into fear, that's false evidence appearing real. That's self-destruct. And when you choose to experience and put your energy into, I'm afraid, I'm anxious. And by the way, being anxious and being excited to your body is the same frequency of energy. So whenever you're anxious, just say to yourself, I'm so excited about my life because it's the truth. You choose the word. And then it becomes your choice. So when you're aligned with your sacred heart, when you're aligned with your I am presence, the more expanded version of you, then your job as a what we call healer channel, whatever you want to call us, is to get the information as purely and cleanly and clearly in your pure heart. And then you give it with love to the other person. It's none of your business what they do with it. So that takes all that pressure off of you as the conduit. Does that answer? That does. <laughs> that was brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. I have my moments. <laughs> you do. Thank you so much. That was such valuable. Ins your, your insights are just so valuable. And um, we so appreciate you being with, with us and sharing this today. Mm. Thank you, Judy. They're like Thank pearls you. of wisdom for sure. Yes. I, I know our listeners are going to be so excited to hear all that you've shared with us today. One of the things that Amy and I wanted to make sure that we asked you was uh, if you do personal healing work and readings for people, and if so, how can they find you? Okay. First of all, my website is my name. It's J-U-D-Y-C-A-L-I.com. Pretty simple. Um, I live now in Oklahoma. I moved from California in September, and I'm loving it, by the way. It's, it's really, really been wonderful. Um, but even last year, as an example, I took three months off, and I still did over 850 sessions with people. So I work with people from all over the world. And I would say what defines my work and my choice is I don't make money or time more important than the person. So if they schedule an hour session, it may go two hours, it may go two and a half. I don't stop until either the person needs to go or I see the word complete from their higher self. And then I know I've given them everything we'd agreed to because we've agreed before we were ever born to have this appointment. All three of us plus Paul agreed to have this conversation today before any of us were ever born. We're here by divine appointment. And so when you get that, you take all the angst of, is it soon? Do I get it tomorrow? You get it when you get it, when you're emotionally ready for it. And you can take in what's being given. 
by your higher self to me, which then I share to you. So I do it all. I mean, I talk to the other side. I download codes. I do hands-on healing. Um, I receive messages. And it, it just, when Hilarion asked me to go public, and I did, I noticed that I had a very distinctive experience. Everybody else left at 4.30 or 5 when the expo was done. I was there till 8.30 at night still working on people. So after four or five times of doing this, I went back to Ascended Master Hilarion and Mother Mary. And I said, what is it I'm doing that's so different? Mother Mary said to me, we will always guide only those that will honor you and honor the work. And then Hilarion said to me, Judy, you've done this for so many lifetimes that we have to keep you amused or you're going to get bored. And so they do give me information in very amusing ways. But Hilarion said to me, you're like the emergency doctor. And we send to you right now the top 1% of the 10% of the masters here to lead the way are the ones you're working with. And you work with the ones that are the most stuck. And they carry the highest frequencies on the planet. And I was absolutely stunned when he said that. And then about four or five years ago, they came to me and said, okay, now you're working with the one half of the 1%. And I said, oh, great. Now we're into pie. The one half of the one fourth of the one third. But the bottom line is, that's really what I do. I help people that are coming from the purest hearts and the greatest expansion of wisdom to share okay. as a pure heart. And I help them to clear whatever it is where they're stuck. And at least by the time we work and I honor whatever time is needed, I know when I see complete that we've done whatever we've agreed to help them take it from there. Thank you so much, Judy. Thank you so much for today, for sharing your wisdom with us. I'm Dr. Kimberly Woods with Amy Moscow, speaking to Judy Cowley on Connection and the Universe. Have a great day. Namaste. Thanks very much for listening to this Mastering the Game of Life podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at paul-low.com with any thoughts or questions you may have and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the game's ever-changing. How will you master it? <laughs>